We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. You're listening to the Mark Milton Show with the Smash. We are TCB in here taking care of business on the radio airwaves, on the podcast airwaves. You can check us out at 590 on the AM dial on Sundays at 10 a.m. and Mondays at 6 a.m. with a replay. And you can also check us out anytime at 590thefan.com by downloading the podcast or Apple iTunes. Search for the Mark Milton Show Mm -hmm. with the Smash and you'll find us there. And you can subscribe and, uh, yeah, listen to us regularly. You know, it's funny because, listen, you say TCB, and I remember that's like such an antiquated term Why anymore. is that? I used to say that all the time, but TCB and taking care of business. Yeah, but it still could apply in today's Absolutely. market situation. Absolutely. That's an antiquated term right I'm now. I'm bringing it back. We're bringing it back right TCB. here on the Mark Millen Show. Right, coming at you from the Miller Furniture Studios. If you're in the market, Smash, for mm-hmm. home furniture, be sure to check out Miller Furniture. You can shop online anytime at MillerFurniture.com. Yep. That's M-U-E-L-L-E-R Furniture. Com. You can also check their showrooms out in Belleville, mm-hmm. Lake St. Louis, and their new location in Ellisville, 1.2 miles east of Clarkson on Manchester Road. Yep. Be sure to tell them Milty and the Smash sent you. Now, Smash, I want to talk about small business, TCBN, yep. in the context of my experience, which is as a tax lawyer, tax resolution right. attorney, because I often have clients who um, you know, maybe started a business or have had a business for many years, and come to me with problems, right? They have IRS problems. Yeah. They maybe haven't filed tax returns for a number of years. And in most cases, it's really not, you know, they don't intend to dig themselves a hole like that, but it's really, they're so focused on the business, you know, running the business as opposed to the financial side of things. So I thought I could kind of give some tips on if you're out there maybe thinking about starting a business, maybe you've recently started a business yeah. because of COVID, maybe you lost People a job, you started up a side gig. Right. That, you know, it's pretty common right now. And yeah. so- um, one of the things, you know, I, I tell people is, you know, if you're going to start a business or if you're, if you have a business, you know, it's always a good idea to set up an, an entity, right? Cause I think again, it also gives you credibility. It also provides you with some liability protections. Very easy to set up an mm. LLC. Uh, you can name it, whatever oh, you want. You just add the LLC on the end of the name. Uh, if you're in Missouri, you would, you know, register with the secretary yeah. of state. It can be done online. Fairly easy process, <clears throat> pretty inexpensive as well to do it. And then with that, once you have an entity set up, you can get an EIN, which is an employer identification number from the IRS. Yeah. Um, if you're a so- single member LLC, meaning you know, you're the only person that owns the LLC, you just need to enter your information as the responsible party for the L- LLC. Yep. And bam, you got yourself an LLC and you got yourself an EIN and, and you should be able to set up a bank account with that business. And this is why that's important, Smash. Right. The biggest problem people run into when they own a business especially, you know, if it's a solo business or whatever, is mixing the personal and the business. And then it becomes, right. and they get they go down that road That's of right. mingling, you know, the, the personal business or the personal do finances, it. expenses with the Shouldn't business expenses. It. And then at the end of the year, it becomes very difficult to yeah. sort out what's what. It becomes difficult to, to, to create a, you know, profit and loss statement, if you will, to show, like, what did you make from right. the business? Um, and that's problematic for a couple of reasons. One, it makes it difficult to do your taxes because you don't know, what did you really earn yeah. as far as your income goes? Um, and it also, you know, it's a short-sighted way to do things because if you're running a business, you want to be able to show like, hey, here's how I'm doing, right? Because yeah. you might think, what you know, you're doing really well, you're making all this money. But then if you had a profit and loss statement to show you, well, hey, actually, here's my income, here's my expenses, I'm really not making much. 
what can I do to improve? But a lot of people just kind of go along, go along, go along, and don't really do that analysis to determine like, right. is this business viable? You know, should I be just go get a job making, you know, 50, 60 grand a year if I'm not really making money doing what I'm doing? So having financials, uh, you know, that you can look at on a monthly, quarterly, annual basis is really helpful from a long-term perspective. Well, you know, in doing that, I would suggest using two different charge cards. One's for personal, one's for business. It makes it easier for whoever's doing your books to be able to do your book. Absolutely. And so I, I always recommend to clients, you know, QuickBooks Online offers online yeah. bookkeeping services that links your your business bank. You can link right. your business bank account and you can, you can also link up any sort of credit cards that you might have. And I agree with you. That's a recommendation. Even if you have only personal credit cards, you know, designate one as your business right. credit card yeah. and then use another one for your personal stuff because that, you know, it allows you to really keep things separate. And look, if you have a business bank account, you can always take money out of that and pay yourself, right? Right. So, you know, just because you do, but at least you'll have a, it'll be easier to, easier to trace versus spending, you know, for personal items out of your business yeah. account. Well, it makes it much more difficult to track. And then the question comes, is it better as a small business? Because I've been a small business in 1967, believe it or not. Uh, been Ruby Biz LLC. Anyway, is it better as a small business to be working for someone as their employee or to be a contractor yourself? Well, so that that's not really your determination. Well, I mean, the, the IRS and the state taxing authorities can determine whether or not somebody should be an employee or an independent contractor. Now, nah, I will say... Really? As an independent contractor, so if you have your own business, um, let's say you're a painter, right? Yeah. So you form your, you have a business and you go out and you get jobs and, and they pay you as a contractor. You're, you're being paid to do your work and mm -hmm. uh, theoretically they should be issuing you a 1099 for the right. work you do as an independent contractor. Right. So they don't have to withhold taxes. Exactly. But you as the business owner are responsible for not only income tax, but self-employment tax. And mm -hmm. self-employment tax is something that, you know, most W-2 employees, people who work for other companies, don't realize, like, they're sort of paying that in a way because they're having taxes withheld from their from their pay, uh, which includes, you know, their federal income tax, yeah. their Social Security tax, and their Medicare tax. Yeah. And their employer is matching, you know, a portion of those uh, right. Social Security and Medicare. And mm -hmm. so what the self-employment tax does, it, it, it that's what's funding the Social Security and the Medicare portion uh, for the self-employed individual. Oh, so really? that's, that's the difference. Now, the advantage to being an independent contractor or having your own business where you, you're free to come and go as you please and do work that you want to yeah. do and you're not beholden to anyone as an employer right. is you have a greater ability to, to write things off, to deduct things. Because as an employee, uh, you're not able to deduct things like mileage anymore or Let's say as an employee, as you, an employee? You're not, you cannot deduct mileage as an employee. You either, <laughs> you're either going to get reimbursed for it uh, by you should really insist on being reimbursed yeah, for it by yeah, your employer yeah. because you can no longer deduct it. Um, meals uh, no longer deductible as an employee um, because with the the new tax law of late 2017, they did away with the unreimbursed employee business expenses, yeah. which allowed W two employees who itemized on their taxes to write those things off. And one of the reasons they got rid of it was because it was a, a it was a high fraud area. People were sure. abusing that; they were overclaiming mileage right. and other things. But if you're a Schedule C which is a Schedule C is what you would, if you're an LLC that's uh, taxed as a sole proprietorship. Yeah. Ooh, that, that iced coffee got me again, smash. Well, Terrible. Was it one of the first things I, I, told I, know, I know. One of the first things. I know. So if, you do, if, you're an, if you're an LLC, treat it as a sole proprietorship, you complete the Schedule C as part of your taxes, 
And that allows you to write off things like mileage. Um, you know, you can take self-employed uh, health insurance deduction, yeah. uh, a whole host of really anything that's your ordinary necessary business expenses related to your income, you're able to write off. And so from that standpoint, depending on what line of business you're in, it can be better to be an independent contractor. Yeah. Again, th that determination is really something that, uh, you know, is, is subject to scrutiny by, you know, the IRS and state because they, they generally want people to be employees because it provides it, it's it's easier to enforce compliance when you have w-2 employees that oh, are really? having taxes withheld uh, from their pay okay. and that's why you know some some people have um like california went after uber um because uber was treating their drivers as independent contractors and they wanted them to treat them as employees so that they uh -huh. would do tax withholding yeah and i think a large part of that was there was a you know fair amount of non-compliance with people reporting their self-employment income from uber and therefore, they're missing out on you know some of those tax withholding, mm -hmm. Social Security, Medicare, uh, and the state portions as well. So it's an interesting debate about employee versus independent contractor. It used to be a really big area uh, for enforcement. Like when I was at the DOJ Tax Division, I remember you know some of the older attorneys would always talk about, oh, we used to have classification. You know, they'd have jury trials over classification disputes because that was a huge you know factually sensitive thing is yeah. whether somebody is an employee versus an independent contractor. So this guy right here, you just heard, that's Mark Milton. He is the St. Louis tax lawyer. STLtaxlawyer.com. You need anything done, especially if you're a small businessman or starting up a small business, this is the guy to talk to you to set you up in business correct so you can do business. STLtaxlawyer.com. That's Mark Milton. Smash with you right here. Solly's right over there. We'll be back. Uno momento, por favor, as we would say for our international audience. And remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision. I remember now. And should not be based solely on advertisements. <laughs>